All right, lads, welcome back to me podcast. Cheaper than therapy, Mick Thomas here. How are you? Welcome back. Thanks for liking, subscribing, sharing, passing it on, showing it to whoever you want to do. Uh, I'm available wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you get podcasts, this is where I'm available. Why don't you go to YouTube? Give it a watch. I'm posting videos up there every day on YouTube. So not only do you get to see the experience, of the podcast, but you get little clips, stand-up clips that are uh, they're doing they're doing all right up there. They're doing okay. Um, also on on TikTok, I don't know if you want to follow me on there, but I'm kind of doing pretty well. A lot of arguments over there, and it's kind of what I want to talk to you about today. Um, but before we get into that, this Saturday I'm at the comic strip. Two more shows again. Man, I'm at the strip a lot. I'm loving it, having a great time, banging out new material, having a blast, and also Matt Governor's. On July 14th, I think it is, in the little room, the giggle room. I'm, I'm closing out the giggle room. I'm on there with some funny chaps and chapettes. If, I think chapettes is a word. But I'm there at Governor's on the 14th. Uh, I think it's a, is it a Friday? I don't know. I got to check. Go check it out. I'll be there. Come see me live. Anyway, it's kind of a weird episode today because it, it it, it's funny how you don't plan. I don't plan an episode of the podcast. I never do. I never, ever do until I'm about to go hit record and I go, what's on What's on my mind this week? Legit, like what's on my mind this week? So this week, I, um, I uh, oh, also, by the way, before I go further, check out the Manxiety show with me and my good friend, Corey Brooks. It's fun. We're having a lot of fun over there now. Change up the format a little bit. Uh Check it out. It's fun. Um, but anyway, so yeah, as, as I was saying, so I never plan on the podcast. And we're going, today I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk, you know, like your Roe v. Wade. You're probably thinking he's going to talk about that. Nope. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to touch that one today. Um, here's, here's what, what happened. I, I don't know what's in the, in, the, in, the, uh, in the universe right now. What's going on in the atmosphere, in the world. But I'm being tested. I'm being tested. Uh, there's a lot of... Mick Thomas getting into all like fisticuffs with some people. Let's tell you some stories about people who have been arguing with all week. All week. It's just one of, one of those episodes. You know, I'm just like Taylor Swift. I'm just going to shake it off. Shake it. Mm, 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 mm. My Pandora puts on a lot of Taylor Swift for me. I don't know why I'm not a Swifty. Is that what she calls a Swifty? Or isn't that from Rick and Morty? Everybody getting Swifty. Yeah, so... It's just funny. So here's the thing. On TikTok, I've been posting these uh, pages. The, I put a joke every day on TikTok. Maybe I'll take Saturday and Sunday off. Tis the weekend after and Sunday is the Lord's Day. So it's not about working. And um, so one joke I put up, and you've probably seen it or heard about it, um, which was really the popular one. I talked about one of the other ones uh, a few weeks ago, a week or two ago on this exact episode, on this podcast, I should say. The I put a joke up about the conspiracy theory. I put up the conspiracy theory about how Stanley Meyer. It's on. It's on. I. It's on my Instagram page, Mick Thomas Comedy. It's on my reels. It's on there. Uh, ooh, ah, stretch the leg out, and it uh, got four million views on TikTok early May, right after the shooting in Buffalo. Because I do me- mention the Buffalo uh, tragedy in the in the joke. And it got taken down about two and a half weeks later. Four million views. I think I'd have to double check. I want to, if I want to fact check myself, 
four, four million plus views. So within that two weeks, it was taken down. Now, since that two weeks, I've posted it. I've done, since that was taken down, I went into a comedy club. I was at New York Comedy Club and I went on stage and I told the joke on stage. New York Comedy Club videotaped me to send me the clip of me doing the joke. I posted the joke online. That was about three weeks since the original joke. There's my dog stretching out there. Look at that. Hey, take a handy. Um, three weeks, you know, since the original joke was posted. And uh, since then, people, a uh, uh, very well-established comedy page. Oh, Jesus Christ. Benny, shut up. Every episode, stop. Go lie down. Down. Fucking hell, lads. You know what I mean? We got him from a kill shelter. Just saying. That's all I'm saying. You'd think he'd be more grateful. Um, anyway. So, uh, where was I? So, yeah. I, I put the post up and, and, and the, the, the joke up online. And a, a very... Uh, sorry, I was saying. An established Instagram page of stand-up comedy took my joke and put it on. Me performing the joke. And that is how it is done. Right, it's it was it was kind of cool because I'm on that page with everybody on there is a world famous renowned comedian and this nobody is up there, you know it's got Chappelle, it's got Rock, it's got it's got Louis, Bill Burr, Ricky Gervais, it's got Mike Cannon is on there, Andrew Schultz is on there, Kevin Hart is on there, and then this idiot, Jim Gaffigan, the greats, Seinfeld, all of them on there. I'm the only one. I got. I'll find the page. Strictly dot comedy. I think it is. I'm not, I'm not sure. I gotta find the page. Um, so shout out to them. Thank you. But that's how it's done, right? So now what's happening is once they put the post up, or once I put my post up on my reels, I've been getting a lot of messages on the reels, uh, as I have been on TikTok when I posted the stand up version of it, and they go, "You stole that joke," and I go, "Boom, let's go." I ain't a thief. Let's talk about it. So every single person, some people go, you stole it from a meme. Now there are meme pages out there. And what did, let me explain to you how a meme page works before I get into this conversation of how with other comics. Uh, here's how a meme page works. For some reason, memes are hilarious. We love a good meme, but nobody knows where it comes from. And all it could be is some guy working in a cubicle at some insurance company who's bored. He knows how to Photoshop. He's really good at photoshopping. Like it came out Roe v. Wade, that whole conversation. There was a picture of a girl with a belly. I saw a meme and I said, if you don't want a bump, take it in the rump. Funny meme, funny joke, whatever, topical based on what's going on. I do believe I have to sneeze. <laughs> Bless me. Thank you. Right. And that's how a meme works now. But what we think, oh, this is like the, we think a meme is a computer or a comedic genius page. It ain't. It's a guy or a girl who will just steal jokes. There are some people who are great at doing memes. Like, uh, who's the guy I know? Tank Sinatra. A uh, few million followers on there. I like Tank Sinatra. i uh, worked with him a bunch of times on stage. He doesn't steal me. He doesn't steal jokes. He doesn't do it. He makes up his own ones. He's pretty, he's pretty well known. He does well at comedy clubs. People come see him and he brings the memes up on a screen or whatever it is. And he doesn't steal jokes. He comes up with them himself. But then there's, like I said, that guy who works at fucking Aflac, sitting in his cubicle, bored all day, mad. Here's a comedian do something funny, makes a meme, puts it out. Millions of people look at it. And then they assume the comedian. So it's unfunny people usually make the memes. Again, I have no problem with memes. I think they're hilarious. I've seen so many. I've laughed at so many. I've reposted so many. I love a good meme. I love a good meme. 
but give the credit to the fucking comic where you saw it. So now what's happening to the average fucking person who doesn't get stand-up, doesn't get the hard work, what do they do? They just assume the comedian goes, oh, I saw a meme and I took it. That's, I'm going to do that joke on stage right now. So many comics have had their jokes taken and putting on for memes. 21 point chromosomes or chromosomes. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. 21 dot chromosomes. They took the joke and they had a joke of uh, a guy in a suit when the FBI are at your door or when the CIA are at your door for inventing a car that runs on water. You stole the joke, mate, right? And people go, well, no, no, you didn't steal it. You took it from them. All right. And here's what I've been doing. Oh, yeah. Before I get into another one, here's what I, so here's what I've been doing. And I, another comedian wrote to me. I did that joke. And I go, okay, respectfully. And I'm having this conversation. And I try having these conversations publicly until it gets personal. Then I will go into the messages and talk to them. Because I want the people to see I didn't steal the fucking joke, mate. There is such a thing as parallel thinking. I've I've heard uh, Seinfeld, Brian Regan have that conversation. You know, you did the exact same joke I did. They're not thieves. Parallel thinking. So, and also parallel thinking. Like when you go to a city when Trump was in office and you just walked in and you just heard nothing but Trump material. There's a good, it's, you're going to run into the, comics are going to write those short jokes that are the same. I don't do topical stuff. If I do something topical, it goes on TikTok because I don't like to take, waste my time and do topical stuff on stage because I like to have some longevity with my act and I don't want me to waste time on a joke and then I'm a hack because I did a joke and like, oh really? The Berlin Wall, that's topical. Do you know what I mean? So I want to move on. Oh, Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, let's talk about her. That everyone, that's she's on the lips of everybody. Um, no pun intended. Um, and I want to move on, right? So I don't, I don't, I don't, I do my topical TikTok jokes on TikTok, of course. So I'll talk to the guy. So I saw a guy last night, and I and I've actually been speaking to five comedians and about fifteen other. And I'm stopping now. I'm letting it go. And fifteen other. Fans of comedy, air quotes, fans of comedy. And they go, you stole the joke. So that guy goes, that's my joke. And I go, okay, hey man, respectfully, when did you, you show me when you wrote your, like when you, when you have yours done and then I'll show you mine. And what I say to all of them, what I say to all of them is if you can find that joke before my original date and I still have it, it's, I screenshot it even though it was taken down. I still have the screenshot of the page. If you can show me your joke before I did mine, I will Venmo you $100. Not one person has shown it to me. Not one. They're arguing. Some are not arguing. Some are like, oh shit, man, that's cool. Respectfully, blah, blah. I don't think you stole it. I think it's whatever, whatever it is. Maybe it's an easy joke. Maybe it's an easy joke. But so many comics see memes and go, I don't know, they're not on stage. Fuck it. They do. They do. They're lazy. So I said to the guy, I go, like, well, like, I, I, I will Venmo you $100 if you can show me your timestamp of you doing that joke. I will Venmo you. That's how confident I am that I wrote the joke. That's how I believe it's a very clever joke. That you don't, I don't think, and I could be wrong. People are watching this. It's not clever, you fucking idiot. Right? I, and I've yet to pay out the $100. That's all I'm saying. Another, another uh, on the baby, the Babylon Bee. That's another one on TikTok, on Instagram. Nearly 2 million followers they have. So I put a joke up that became, I remember I talked about the Star Wars one. It was very controversial. 
It was uh, people took it so serious, and I was fucking arguing with Star Wars fans. I was I was being praised by pro gun. I was being shit on by anti gun. When all it was was a joke with no legit opinion of fucking anything. These all these fucking muppets were telling me you should run for office. You should be fucking killed. You should. Uh, how dare you say that? Because on the moon of Endor, like those Star Wars morons. So I was being you know being thrown around. By a lot of people. So then so my friend, my good friend, Dan Barry, shout out to Dan Barry, um, sends me a link again. Again, and this Star Wars one got over, uh, I think, 2 million. Again, I could, you have to fact check me. 2 million people have seen this joke. 330,000, 330 million people in the country. 2.2 million people have now seen this joke, have been interacting with this joke. So, of course, what do they do? They make up a whole fake story about how Star Wars are in trouble because a fucking Luke Skywalker use a lightsaber and kill, pe kill people with it. They want to ban the lightsabers, right? That's what my joke was. And these people called the Babylon Bee stole it. I write to them. You hear nothing back from them. They didn't even take down the fucking post. And that's what happens with memes. That's what happens with memes, right? So if you go out there and see a meme, it's not... A there's no meme expert out there. They're not some guy who's great. They steal comics jokes or somebody or funny people. Listen, you go on a Twitter, man, and I've seen some of the funniest shit that the average person will write, not even comics, and they will take it and put it. Like I saw something, what was that? That left foot, Laura left foot, is that her name? The woman out in Chicago. She said, here in Chicago, uh, don't worry, you're more than welcome to come in here and get, get her abortion. And some guy who's a fucking, could be a truck driver, just writes at the bottom of it, yeah, you'll just have the baby shot in their apartment. Fucking hilarious. Hilarious. This is not me being pro or anti. That's a fucking funny joke. Right? It's a play on how shitty this woman has made Chicago and how unsafe it is. The gun violence is up so high. Blah, 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 blah. That's the joke. So someone could easily take that and turn it into a meme. But that's what these meme cons do. That's what they do. They take someone else's funny material and they just put some words over a picture. Like I said, if you don't want a bump, take it in the rump. And there's a pregnant woman looking down at her baby or her, her pregnant belly. And that's what they do. That's what they do. So, that, I mean, that's that's who I've been arguing with all week going back and forth. Fucking, I'll send you $100. I ain't paid out the $100. You stole a joke. No, it didn't. Yes, you do. I've been arguing with people. And then to top it off, to, 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 to go even further, there's a fucking a Long Island comic guy comes out of the fucking woodwork, comes out of the woodwork and then takes a shot at me for no reason. Let me tell you about this guy. I'm not going to mention his name. I'm not going to mention his name. But it, like, like Long Island has a shitty reputation for comedians. And it's because of people like him. Right, it's because of people like him that Long Island comedy has a shit rep. Like I mean, a shit reputation. It really does. Some of the greatest comics ever came from Long Island, but Long Island comedy now has a shit reputation because of fucking people like this guy, right? And there's been so many. Look, there's so many great comics who've been around for like this, and this guy's been around for fucking years. Before when I started stand up, I was looking up to this guy. I would start stand up and I'd look up to this guy. But now he decides to take a fucking shot at me just to prove a point, right? I won't even tell you what he said because then he's going to find out because I'm not going to name his name on there. But look, at there's so many Long Island comic legends that are still around today who have been around from the old days. Joey Cola, Tim Gage. Um, uh, I, I, like Keith, I love Keith Anthony. I like Tony Landolfi. These guys have been around... Um, 
You, you know what I mean? Like, 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 like Rich Walker and stuff. Like some of these guys have been around for years. Joe Starr, he moved to South Carolina. I like these guys. Chris Monty. Guys have been around for fucking years that are just good comics and they're just, they don't, they, they, that's, that's what they do. But they keep their mouth shut and they move along. Then you, get, then you get a hack like this, a hack like this who will talk shit. And the thing about this hack the thing about this hack is that, like, he's the reason why good comics from Long Island have to deny being from Long Island. They'll go into the city like, no, I'm from Westchester because the reputation of a guy like this has. And let me tell you something. The old me, the old me would have been knocking on your door. I would have been naming you right now. And I would be like, hey, man, guns at high noon. That's exactly, I'm telling you, see you at dawn. That, see you at dawn, pistols drawn. That's what I would have done, right? It's, it, it's comics, it's, it's hacky comics like this guy is the reason why good comics from Long Island have to say they're not from Long Island. And the old me would have been knocking on your door, asking you outside right now, but lucky for you, I found Jesus. I found the Lord and I'm all about forgiveness and taking the fucking high road. That's all I'm saying. Because if I didn't, oh boy, would you have been in trouble. You got to keep my name out your mouth, man. That's all I'm saying. Because you know what it is? It's one of these guys that just go out there. They're angry. They're angry because they didn't take the shot or they didn't get. You know what? You, you haven't written a joke in nearly 30 years. You haven't written a joke in nearly 30 years. And that's what it is. So now you're going out and you're going to try rally around all these young kids to build you up. You know, talking about me, about what I do, about my schedule. Motherfucker, check my schedule. I don't post everything. You know why? Because I work hard in silence. Every fucking day I work hard in silence. I go to clubs. I don't advertise I'm at that club. I travel this fucking place, boy. I, you don't know anything about me, what I do, where the fuck I go. And you know why I rise above it, man? Because I'm on for good things. I'm on for great things. I surround myself with great people. I don't surround myself with people who want to build up my ego. I don't surround myself with people who I can poison them. Right? Because that's what you do. You poison them. Yeah, I'm out there. I'm a legend. Are you? Are you playing on top of a pinball machine behind the Dave and Busters this weekend? Again, we all start somewhere, but don't act. Don't act like you're the fucking shit, the head honcho. Look at yourself, man. That's it. Stop trying to bring down others to bring yourself up. It doesn't work like that. That's not how it works. My old poppy used to say, blowing out someone's candle doesn't make yours burn any brighter. Look at yourself. That's all you got to do. I'm full of peace. I'm full of love. I surround myself with people that I, I love being around. I'm polite to those I don't want to be around. I got no stress in my life. I got no stress in my life. I found peace. I know how to do it. I found peace by working hard and busting my ass. Right? I'm in the lab every day with a fucking pen and pencil, paper, doing my shit, writing jokes constantly constantly and you'll go on a you'll go on a famous podcast like a famous person's podcast one of the big podcasts in the millions of views every week and you'll hear the guy like yeah man i remember when i was 21 i was out of long island i saw this guy he did this bit <laughs> guess what famous podcaster i've got good news for you that one that he used to do 30 years ago the one you're talking about he still does it he still does that bit come on back to long island have a look at it have a look at it there's so many good comics that are on Long Island that just get, they, they have a shit reputation because of people like this guy. 
And it fucking, it doesn't even anger me anymore because like I said, I'm at peace. I know who I am. I know what I do. I know the work level I put in. I know who I hang out with. I know what's important. I know how to work. And I've had so many fucking doors shut in my face. I'm talking about, I sat in rooms with the big ones. All, you know, the letters, the three letter companies. You turn on TV, the first 10 channels on your television. I sat in those big rooms. They've shut their doors in my face. You know what I didn't do? I didn't piss and moan about it. I didn't shit. I didn't piss and moan about it. I got back out the fucking pen and I went to work and I wrote and I hit the fucking clubs every night. Clubs I don't even advertise I'm at. Working on shit. Bombing with new shit. Taking that bomb and turning it into something magical. I fucking love this business, man. I don't shit on it. I don't try to get a bunch of young, impressionable people and fucking intoxicate their brain. I don't do that. All I'm saying is, and here's the thing, if you're listening to this, you know that old saying, if you think it's about you, it's probably you. Just keep my name out your mouth. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking because the old me, the old me wouldn't have given a shit. I don't give a fuck. The old me would have been dangerous. But right now I'm dangerous in my own way. I'm dangerous in my own way. I will go and succeed. Just go look at yourself. I wish you well. I, I, I hope you get your shit together. I hope one day that you can realize that there's nothing wrong with the world, man. There's, the comedy didn't fuck you over. You fucked you over. Remember that. Remember that. Okay? You fucked you. Nobody did. Nobody, nobody put a target on your back. Nobody saw this raw talent in you and you were talented. I remember looking at you going, this guy's fucking amazing. I started as a young comic. Very easy for a young comic to look at someone like that and go, wow, that guy's a fucking amazing. Because he was fucking amazing when you're a young comic. But then puzzles go, wait a minute. I've seen him a hundred times now and it's the same shit. When does a new joke come out? It doesn't. So stop coming after me, buddy, when we haven't spoken in fucking decades. Don't come after me. Look at yourself. Fix yourself before you fucking come at me. You can't touch me. You can't hurt my feelings. You can talk to the young comics all you want to. I don't give a shit. Do you understand? Bulletproof in here. I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. I found God. I found Jesus. I'm at peace. I love the level of work I do. I'm up at the crack of dawn, buddy. I'm fucking up hours before you. I'm owning the day hours before your alarm clock even goes off, before you snooze it five times. All right? I got books full of shit that will never work on stage. But you know what? I got books full of shit and there's more books coming. Every now and then, some of those are going to hit, mate. I'm going to level up. I'm going to level up. But you're staying the same. You're staying the same, just shitting on people, making yourself feeling better, telling young comics about the good old days, shitting on the guys coming up, right? Look at yourself. Don't look at McThomas. McThomas is going to be all right. I surround myself with good, great people. And it keeps me working hard. People who work hard, I surround myself with them. I don't sit around finding bitter people that didn't make it and go, yeah, right? Didn't the business fuck us all over? What do you mean they don't like the same act I've been doing since the early 90s? Buddy, I don't get it. This business is terrible. Is it the business? Look at yourself, man. That's all I'll say. You can't touch me. I fucking love it. I'm everywhere. I am everywhere. 
I am working my fucking ass off. And it may never happen for me. It may never happen for me, but trust me, I'm a lot closer to it than you will ever be. That's all I'm saying. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening, liking, subscribing. Sorry if it was an aggressive episode, but uh, check out my other podcast with Corey Brooks. Like I said, go to Governor's on July 14th. I'll be there. Go to Comic Strip this Saturday. I'll be there for two shows. All right, lovely talking to you. Thanks for listening. Wash your hands as always and take care of yourselves, you dirty fuckers. Good luck to you. Good luck to you.